Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for August 20th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And if you go to the blog right now, I have posted the video of Saturday's uh, match at the NXT TakeOver Brooklyn show. Shayna Baszler defending her NXT Women's Championship uh, versus Kyrie Sane. And if you didn't see this match, you don't have the network or whatever, you really need to watch it as these two... Uh, really stole the show. They both did a great job. The story is that Shayna is the bully trying to intimidate cute little Kyrie. Shayna keeps saying that Kyrie has no killer instinct. But as the match progresses, Shayna realizes that she is getting more than she bargained for. Instead of folding like a cheap suitcase, Kyrie comes roaring back. And I, and I think that's one of the things that fans really love about Kyrie is, you know, she she's a great expressive performer and she's always going to be that underdog okay i don't see turning her heel ever i mean why would you do that so now shana has a fight on her hands so that's a great story to tell it's very simple but it's a great story now early in the match shana hurts Kyrie's knee Kyrie shows the effect for the rest of the match and um needless to say i i'm sure you've seen matches where uh, wrestlers have uh, been injured and then they forget to sell the injury or they sell on the wrong leg or whatever, but that's not the case with Kyrie. She does a great job. So the end result here is that Kyrie had trouble getting to the top rope, but she eventually does that and she lands the insane elbow. Shayna kicks out. Now, at this point, I want to mention that WWE needs to be really, really careful to not overdo kicking out of finishers. And on, on Saturday's show, they did overdo it. Okay, there were, uh, other than the main event, which was a uh, last man standing match, the other four matches had too much of that. Okay, you can't do it in every match. You have to be selective about it. So, uh, I, I, it's just a, uh, something I would not have done, perhaps. Then Shayna got her choke finisher on, but Kyrie got to the ropes. Kyrie again went for the insane elbow, but Shayna got her feet up. Uh, Kyrie went for the choke, uh, Shayna went for the choke, but Kyrie got the win with what is commonly known in the WWE as the Bret Hart pin because he won a couple of big matches with it. It's a flash pin. So Kyrie Sane is your new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, she was crying in the ring afterwards. It was a great match. You know, kudos to Kyrie and Shayna. Uh, they both were great. Uh, Shayna is probably heading to the main roster by the Survivor Series, but I think for now this feud will continue. Uh, Shayna said in an interview after the match that she didn't win, I lost. So I, can, I would expect a rematch on NXT TV in the near future. Uh, after that, I would expect, um, I would expect that uh, Bianca Belair might be somebody that Kyrie would work with. And eventually, you know, we're going to see Yo Shirai and uh, some others, you know, uh, Deanna Perrazzo for one. Uh, so, you know, congratulations to Kyrie for winning the championship. Uh, they both did a great job, but uh, Kyrie really was very impressive. Okay, as I said, the video is up on my blog. You really do want to watch it; it's really good. Okay, now let's go to last night's SummerSlam. Now uh, I don't have any matches uh, that I posted uh, because Oscar uh, wasn't on the show, but I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, there were two women's matches on the show. The first one was a three-way match for the. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, Carmella, Becky, uh, Becky Lynch, and um, Charlotte Flair. Now, the way this started was as uh, Becky Lynch getting a title shot, and then 
they added Charlotte to it. And what they were playing up here is that Charlotte and Becky are best friends, and they were playing up a uh, possible rivalry because Charlotte was added to this match. Now, there was speculation at one point that uh, Asuka would turn it into a four-way, but in the end, they decided not to do that. And as I said, I'm going to get into that in a minute as far as Asuka goes. But uh, let's uh, talk about this match for a second. The match itself was nothing special because with, with Carmella, you got to keep it simple <laughs> because she can't do anything. She's awful. So uh, in the end, uh, it was an okay match. I'm not a big fan of three-way matches or anything like that. But in the end... Um, the way uh, uh, Charlotte won the match, she didn't even ping, pin Carmella. What she did is she used the natural selection on Becky to get the win and the pin. So there you go. She's the new champ. Now, afterwards, Becky and Charlotte hugged it out. And then Becky beat the shit out of Charlotte <laughs> and threw her all over the place. Now, I don't know if the intention here was to turn Becky heel. You know, you would think so. But fans didn't boo Becky. They chanted at Charlotte, you deserve it. So they, they, they were booing Charlotte, right? And so, <laughs> uh, now, was that intentionally? Is that what they wanted? Well, most people don't think so. Dave Meltzer thought that's exactly what they planned, but I, nah, that's not how Vince thinks, okay? And I don't really think so. I don't really think so. And, and you know, with Charlotte, you run into the problem that uh, you have with, um, with uh, uh, Roman Reigns and the fact that uh, fans are not really upset with either Charlotte or uh, Roman Reigns. But what they are upset with is Vince McMahon pushing them down their throats. And so that's really what they're reacting to. And it's the same thing with Charlotte. Charlotte, the problem with Charlotte is they think she's great, right? <laughs> she has the ability to be great, but she isn't because she doesn't have the proper mentality to be a decent pro wrestler, okay? She's so worried about screwing up all the time that she screws up all the time. And, you know, her promos are awful because they sound like she memorized them. And, you know, to me, I still think she's a rookie. At least that's how she wrestles. She's not a rookie anymore. She's been around for like five years at least, but she still wrestles like a rookie, okay? So until she gets over some of this stuff, she just to me, she's not a championship caliber wrestler. I mean, she's not up a, you know, Becky's a lot better than her. Fucking Asuka's a lot better than her, okay? So I don't know where they're going to go from this, but I guess they're going to play up some sort of rivalry, uh, but I don't know if they're going to give Becky the title at some point, <laughs> That I can't tell you, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> All right. The other match, also foregone conclusion, because uh, they had to get the belt off of Alexa Bliss, and that's uh, Ronda beat Alexa Bliss pretty easily. Uh, didn't take very long. And um, the big deal here is that um, what the, the match that they're planning to do at Evolution is Ronda versus <laughs> Nikki Bella. So that's why they had the Bella Twins there and they had them come in afterwards. I just totally disagree with that. You got to find somebody on the roster, on the current roster to, to wrestle her at, at Evolution. To do Nikki Bella is just pandering, okay? 
it's partially nostalgia pandering, but really the reason they're doing that is to shoot footage for Total Bellas. Okay, that's the only reason. And that's why they had uh, the Bella Twins in the Royal Rumble at the end with Asuka, is just to shoot Total Bellas footage. So I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I don't like it. And uh, hopefully they change their mind. I, I don't see that happening. Now, as for Asuka, okay, so when they decided to not add her to the, four, to the uh, main event, to the, sorry, the championship match at SummerSlam, she did a dark match a couple of weeks ago at SmackDown, and then we haven't seen her since. Now, there was a report on Facebook, of all places, that she had walked out of SmackDown, okay? The mistake that the idiots who reported it made was that they said that Mike Johnson of PW Insider reported it. And the problem with that is he didn't report it, okay? So the mistake in their case was not reporting it as a blind item. Because then, you know, the way I look at a blind item a lot of times is if there's smoke, there's fire. If somebody's posting a blind item about something like that, I'm going to look into it further to see what's, if there's anything, any evidence of something going on. Because I, as it turns out, after I did some digging uh, recently, uh, it turns out, because I didn't take the, the, the report seriously at first because of the way those guys did it. But I, when I looked into it a little more recently, uh, there was something to it, okay? And um, the reason I say that is Asuka was, had said nothing on Twitter or Instagram from the night that she had that um, dark match. She returned to both Twitter and Instagram last Friday, and she was in New York for SummerSlam. So whatever conflict there was between her and the WWE has been resolved to her satisfaction, okay? Now, what was the conflict? It's hard to say. What the, what the quote, blind item suggested is she was upset that she wasn't on SummerSlam and wasn't going to get a SummerSlam bonus, okay? And my guess is they could have said, okay, we'll give you the SummerSlam bonus, okay? Now, it's possible that her contract is up for renewal as well. And so she may have held them up a little bit. It's possible, but I don't know that, all right? And, you know, was she upset about her booking? Not that I'm aware of, okay? But it's possible, okay? But I thought the main thing would have been the SummerSlam bonus because she has every right to be upset about that. She's a, a main talent in that company and she should have been on SummerSlam in some form, okay? I don't give a shit what it was, all right? But she's back now. She was uh, on Friday. She was in a, a video that was posted which, uh, with uh, Renee Young and Jeff Hardy doing something called SummerSlime. They were actually making slime, if you can believe that. And then on Saturday, she was at a special event for the Special Olympics. They were, I think, doing bocce ball or whatever they call it. And now today, she is with the Miz and Maurice at a um, special event for Rescue Dogs Rock, which is the charity that they uh, uh, won the Mixed Match Challenge for. They got the money in the Mixed Match Challenge. And so they, they happen to be in, in New York. Okay, so she's, gonna, so she's back with the company. Whatever the dispute was between her and the WWE, it's over, resolved, 
she's back. And that's the most important thing. What they're going to do with her in the future, I can't answer that question, but we may find out tomorrow. Now, I got one UFC fight announcement. Uh, Globo in Brazil reported yesterday that Cynthia Calvillo versus Pauliana Botello has been added to UFC Fight Night 140, November 17th at Luna Park in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Uh, both fighters confirmed the fight on Instagram and Twitter. This fight is at strawweight. Cynthia is 31 years old, originally from San Jose, but she trains at Team Alpha Male in Sacramento. Her record is 6-1, and one, and she's 3-1 and one in the UFC. Uh, she looked great winning her first three UFC fights, and then she beat herself in her loss to Carla Esparza. Uh, she won the first round and then decided to spar with Carla, which I don't, didn't understand why she did that. It was dumb. And then she got a nine-month suspension for testing positive for weed. So on her return, she has drawn a very tough opponent. Uh, Pauliana is 29 years old. She trains at Nova Uniao in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Her record is 7-1. She's 2-0 in the UFC. The big thing is Pollyanna is big for a strawweight at 5'8". Uh, before the UFC, she fought at flyweight. Uh, now, she has a big size advantage over any of the other strawweights, and we saw that in her last fight when she beat uh, Suri Kondo by TKO in 31 seconds. And like Suri, Cynthia is 5'4", which is a little more typical for a strawweight. Now, I think this is a tough fight for Cynthia, though she is better than Suri. Uh, I don't normally check rankings, but I thought in this case I should because uh, I think it's relevant. And that's that um, Cynthia was ranked before her loss, and then she dropped to number 16. She's just outside the rankings. And uh, I think a win here for Poliana gets her a big boost in the rankings, which is where Cynthia uh, was ranked before her loss. But I think uh, uh, um, people are already favoring Cynthia because they know who she is already, but Poliana... You don't want to overlook her because um, she has something. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she's a pretty good fighter. And she trains at Nova Uniao, same as uh, Claudia Gadelia. So you know those guys know what's up. All right. Anyways, that's it for today. Again, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And as I said, uh, please go to the blog and check out the video of Kyrie Sane winning the NXT Women's Championship over Shayna Baszler from Saturday night. Uh, you can leave a voice message on my podcast, and I'll be more than happy to respond to any questions. Uh, if, you want to, uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do for, so at Spotify, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Google Podcasts. Uh, not sure when I'll be back with the next podcast, uh, possibly later this week. Uh, we do have a UFC show at the end of this week. Um, have a good week, and we'll talk to you later.